0: Hello and welcome to Troubling Issues. This is a podcast about comics, but it's for everyone. Every fortnight we read a single issue of a comic book and a talk about it in somewhat ridiculous detail to entertain and inform you about it and maybe some other stuff as well. Uh, if you want to, you can read along with the comic, but you don't have to. Now, this comic we're reading, okay, <laughs> we're getting a, a definite no vibes from my guest here. Uh, Uh, This comic may be good, bad, or a bit crazy, but it will definitely be noteworthy. I'm Brad Daniels, comic writer, artist, and fan, and this week's guest is generally funny friend, my generally funny friend, Olivia Windsor. Uh, Hey, Olivia! Hi!
1: Hi! Uh, Yeah, I'm Olivia. Uh, I am an improviser, uh, a big old nerd. I love D&D um i'm a uh, just a person who exists on this plane um and <laughs> an up and coming coming social worker. so that i've got that going for me uh, which is uh, yeah. interesting to read comics from like a social work perspective
0: well i think yeah i i think i might need some counseling after this one oh
1: geez yes <laughs> yeah
0: same okay so uh yes yeah, so you you've told us a little bit about yourself What's your relationship to comics, Ollie? What do you, what's uh... the.
1: So I'd say I'm like a casual comic fan. Mm -hmm. Um, I think as a kid, I really, really, really wanted to get into comics, but also um, I couldn't really get a lot of comics where I was in far Mm -hmm. north Queensland. Um, So what I did instead was I did what. Any teenager who takes one Japanese class does, and went to their <laughs> local bookstore and bought all of the manga. Um, so, like that was definitely the start of it. I've still got a lot of that. Um, That's excellent, I, actually.
0: I have yeah. follow up questions.
1: Oh yes, yes, follow up.
0: So when this uh, Proto Olivia was buying all this manga, mm-hmm. uh, what what were you what were you were you getting into? What was available back then?
1: Um, so I think for me uh it started off with fruits basket which was the yeah so it was a little bit of um like i definitely i wasn't dedicated to shonen or shojo. um i was like a bit of both but i was also starting to really fall in love with horror so i was really uh really compelled by death note um the first anime i ever watched was full metal alchemist so i've got a little bit of that oh, that's um, so good And then there was also this weird one I found at the bookshop called Buso Rankin, which is about homunculi. And it was really campy because the uh, villain in that is like this guy who dresses in a full body suit with butterfly wings. And I think his name's like Papillon or something like that. And I just Ah, thought that was... That's French
0: for butterfly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I just thought it was so funny. So um, I I definitely, I didn't have a specific thing that drew me in. It was like, I just wanted to consume the stuff that was there.
0: You just liked like pictures with stories and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and also, you know, I was that person who was just like, I'm going to learn how to draw anime, and I was awful at it, and, uh, you know, I bought one how-to-draw book and never did it again.
0: Uh, I bought so many how-to-draw books over my years, and the one thing I found is that, you need to actually spend time drawing to get good at it. Just buying a book doesn't do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I actually found um, the old, like, how to draw manga book that mm-hmm. um, I think my mum bought me. And I can't remember if it was my mum, it was a family member. And I just randomly flipped to a page and it was like a girl with cat ears. It's like, ah, oh, yep, that would do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Well, that's great. So hmm, it sounds like you've had a a long and fruitful association with comics over the years. A little Um, bit, yeah. Yeah, we were at one point we were discussing doing uh, the the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Yes. Or of this episode, but I talked you into something else, and now oh, I regret it. You have to deal with that.
1: Oh, Brad, why
0: did this to me? Okay, Uh, because I knew it would get a reaction. Can I say bastard on this podcast? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I swear a, a fair bit. So, yeah, you can good, get away good. with bastard. Uh, okay. So, this episode, we're looking at The Avengers, Marvel's The Avengers, issue number 200 from October 1982. Now, let me just get my list here. Okay, so there are four writers Plotted by Jim Shooter, George Perez, Bob Layton, and David Michelin. Written by David Michelin. With art by George Perez and Dan Green. Uh, If you're interested, John Costanza was the letterer. Ben Sean, colours, and the rest of the people aren't important as far as I'm concerned.
1: Can I give you my first fun fact that I do? Yes,
0: please.
1: So when I was looking up stuff about this comic... Um, I because I was just like I just I feel like I'm jumping into a plot and I need to Google some stuff and I found this article that uh, says Jim Shooter I did not write Avengers 200 (laughs) Um, and it looks like he's essentially wiped it from his memory. Which is very funny, but he's just like, I actually don't, yeah, where is it? I found my copy of Avengers 200. I read it. I agree with the consensus, but I don't remember much about how it got that way. I'm credited not only as editor-in-chief, but as one of the co-plotters. However, I didn't see anything in the book that jogged my memory. No bits I remember uh, suggesting. So...
0: That's a fun fact there that I thought was very Are you jealous of Jim Shooter that he has been able to expunge this from his mind?
1: Oh, my God, yes.
0: (laughs) Okay, so uh, uh, not to get caught in the weeds before we even start, but uh, I'll give a little background on Jim Shooter. He was, as mentioned, uh, the editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics back in the 80s. It was a very successful period for them. And he was a very opinionated uh, and uh, hands-on guy. So I'm not surprised to see his name in the credits here, whether he did it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, Eventually, he was basically fired from Marvel Comics for being too abrasive. And then he started up his own company called, uh, I believe, Defiant Comics. Uh, he, He started a couple of different companies and he got... Like, fired from both of them as well, basically. So <laughs> so he got fired from the companies he
1: started.
0: That's right.
1: Oh, my God. Jim, he, what are you doing?
0: The companies were quite successful. But, uh, yeah, he uh, he just, I guess, he just rubbed people the wrong way. Anyway, so let's start with the title of this story is The Child is Father 2. And one thing I wanted to point out, this is the story that they wanted to tell for Avengers number 200 like a fantastic anniversary issue a celebration of their premiere superhero team this is a story that they wanted to tell for that that occasion so that's fantastic
1: yeah there's issues
0: (laughs) there's issues with this issue uh, there are certainly
1: some troubling issues roll credits
0: (laughs) hey oh name drop uh title drop yes okay uh so We'll try and skip over bits and get to the the juicy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say the fir- the front page, the front, uh, the oh wait, the, the cover is good superhero stuff. You got yep. your Avengers lineup sitting there like diving towards us, looking heroic. Hawkeye shooting arrows. Yep. Iron Man's got energy crackling out of his fist. Uh, Scarlet Witch is wearing yep. a swimsuit.
1: Fu- yep.
0: Uh, they're all doing their thing. Yeah, Um,
1: I would like to point out that you could win a Toys R Us shopping spree, and that was the thing that got me about this issue. Um,
0: Yeah, minimum value, $3,000, and that's 1980 uh, 1980
1: money, yeah. Yeah, but also... What child is reading Avengers 200? Because I need to talk with their parents.
0: Oh, God. They've they, they learned a lot about life in this, oh, in this no. uh, comic. Uh, boy, okay. So, front, first pet page, splash page, people are waiting. Uh, Carol Danvers, uh, now known as Captain Marvel, then known as Ms. Marvel, because that was, like, just after the 70s, and that's how it swung in the 70s. Everyone was Ms. or she... Yep. So Ms. Marvel or She-Hulk,
1: yeah, or
0: or She-Woman, or
1: She She-Woman is uh, would be a great superhero. Let's go.
0: So, okay, uh, they're all nervous. So we have uh, Captain America, Iron Man, Hawkeye, the Beast, yep. uh, and Wonder Man.
1: So I didn't really know who Wonder Man was, to be honest.
0: He is very nondescript, isn't he?
1: He seems like he's just, he seems like he just kind of exists and no one really pays attention to him, um, which I really identify with, honestly.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he is like, he's very deeply ingrained into Avengers lore, but mm-hmm. he's not an interesting, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Man fans. He's not an interesting character and he doesn't have any real uh, character traits that make him stand out. But his biggest uh, claim to fame at this stage was that the Vision had actually copied his brainwaves when he became became active. So he had the same personality as the Vision. Uh,
1: I would argue that the Vision's more interesting.
0: Yes, the Vision is more interesting. Yeah,
1: so how does that work?
0: Um, well, I guess not wearing a safari stu- suit helps. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, this is like back when he, he forgoes wearing an actual outfit and just wears a red safari suit.
1: He does look like the sort of person who would nag you at a bar. <laughs> like, you can't say I'm wrong. Like, look yeah. up Wonder Man, at least in uh, Avengers 200, and yeah. he does look like he would buy you a drink and then yeah. say that you're pretty enough.
0: Yeah. You've got you've got a great personality.
1: <laughs> you got a great face for radio.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, I'm, I hate this guy more now. Oh, okay, no. so these guys are all waiting. Uh, I believe that Doctor Donald Blake, which is the secret identity of Thor, and Jossica, the female robot. That's her personality. She's a robot who's female. Um, are delivering. Carol Danvers, aka Ms. Marvel, aka Captain Marvel. I'm just going to call her Captain Marvel from now yep. on. Uh, delivering a baby, and everyone's really uh, nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Vision and uh, Scarlet Witch show up. Yeah, and there's like there's an interesting couple. They should do a TV show or something about them.
1: Oh man, it's nearly like in the future there could be a TV show, and it might be the best thing that Marvel <laughs> Studios has come out
0: with. <laughs> Wow, big words.
1: It is very big words, and I stand by it. I will not be taking further questions.
0: Okay, well there you go. Well, well that con- press conference is over.
1: <laughs> Thank um,
0: you. So they're 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 uh, they are they are they they delivering a baby. Uh, he's using a clamp. I don't know what how that works. Um, um do- I don't
1: know. I've never I've never had a baby. I assume neither. they're like. I assume they're, like, clamping down on a bit of the baby. Is that how yeah. it works?
0: Yeah, it's like one of them uh, cl- claw machines.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. like you you clamp on, like, the head and just go... Yeah, that's it. Pull it out.
0: Well, we solved <laughs> oh, that I'm one. Oh, I'm so
1: sorry for you having to edit this. <laughs> hearing me go...
0: <laughs> you think I'm going to edit that out? You're crazy.
1: Oh, no. It's going to okay. be in the title.
0: Uh, and, uh, yeah, like... Uh, Captain Marvel is, like, disassociating very much during the birth. Saying, I can't feel anything. You know, it's all weird. More superheroes show up on page three. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now we've got uh, Yellowjacket and the Wasp. And Jarvis, who in the comics is not just an artificial uh, uh, intelligence, but an actual guy running around.
1: He's got, like, some jowls on him, doesn't he?
0: He was, like, he was a stereotypical English butler back in the day.
1: Ah uh, yes, so him and Alfred are the same person. Yeah, Alfred and Batman, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They, uh, they went to the um, uh, Butler College together. Yep. Okay. It's actually,
1: shared a room.
0: <laughs> shared a shared a womb. Shared uh, a
1: long <laughs> glance at one another. Oh God. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fitting for this comic.
0: Yeah. Okay, I will point out. Like, I actually am a big fan of the artist of this issue, George mm-hmm. Perez. And as you can, there's a lot of detail on all the backgrounds and lots of characters, and that's his specialization, which is a lot of busy stuff. Like there's like never too many characters. There's never too much detail going on. Yeah, Um,
1: it's really cool. I did actually like, if I can compliment this at all, it is that like everything is really bright and it feels like it feels lived in.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think that's yeah, it's cool. I like. I really. I'm a big fan. I, it was a big highlight for me when I actually got to meet him a few years back at Supernova. Oh, I've got a, uh, if you look uh, over my shoulder, there's a mm-hmm. poster that, I, that he did that I had him sign that I have hanging on my wall. Oh, so I'm a big fan, boy. Um, but that does not help this story, unfortunately. No. It looks good, but let's keep on going. Okay. Uh, it's a boy. Okay. Everyone's happy that the boy is alive. Except for uh, Captain Marvel, who's like, just like, you know, whatever. Get, get it away from me.
1: Oh, and it's understandable, honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah. boy.
0: So I should point out at this stage that it was all like... Well, this is the point we find out through a dialogue that this baby just started... Well, appeared like two days ago. like Yeah. And she's gone through the whole pregnancy and given birth in that time.
1: Yeah. And she doesn't know who the dad is.
0: Um, yeah. Which is, uh, I mean, like, as a premise to start with, that's that's a bit disturbing yeah. in itself. That's
1: yeah. Some,
0: that's some Japanese-level body horror going on there.
1: Oh, it's just... <laughs> I think, and I, I can probably get into it later, but there are there are ways that they could do similar concepts like without the pregnancy and still have it be like a successful comic. I'm not saying that I could write this comic better, but I kind of am. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think like three children with like, oh, three children with a pack of Crayola crayons could do this comic better.
0: Wow, only three. Uh, high praise indeed. <laughs> uh, after the baby is uh, delivered, um, Captain, Captain Marvel is all like, I've been used. That isn't my baby. I don't know who the father is. Just leave me alone. She's like, she's really upset.
1: I would like uh, to point out how crap it is for like, because Wasp is so like, I, I love Wasp, wholesome, bubbly, lovely. Mm, shouldn't be trying to force my girl Carol to go see a child that she obviously didn't want. Like um, it's uh, that's a big issue and it keeps popping up where it's, it keeps being like, oh, we should get Carol to see this kid. And it's like, it's like she has no agency in any of this.
0: That was the word I was trying to think of desperately. Yeah. It's almost like she has no agency Absolutely zero agency whatsoever.
1: Yeah, and she deserves better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we'll get into the meat of that shortly. Then we go to the next page. Like, oh, yeah, I should point out, uh, for those who listened to the last issue where we did a seven-page comic and it took over an hour, we're attempting to do, like, a 35-page comic in mm-hmm. less than an hour today. So we're going to be, uh, like, really speeding through stuff.
1: Yeah, we're, we're doing it. We're doing yeah.
0: it. Okay, uh the next page is like uh let's uh Scarlet Witch and Vision discuss relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh and there's like a a unknown like love triangle happening with robot Jessica, the robot girl. Uh and the wasp offers homely advice. Uh it's just a subplot. It's just yeah unimportant in the thing. But yeah. I,
1: I mean, I do like I I like uh, Wanda and Vision as characters so I think for me like the fact that they're just getting a little moment of being like oh have, you, have we ever thought about children and then just talking about how much they love each other is really lovely and it's a nice moment of respite from all the horror
0: <laughs> it is yeah it is it is. and that's like a thing that um, uh, Marvel Comics always did well which what made them so popular in the first place is they would have the like, bombastic superhero action, but there'd always be character moments mixed in Mm -hmm. where, you know, where the characters would be able to have uh, personalities beyond uh, upstanding citizen.
1: Yeah, and I think I'm definitely more of a Marvel person than a DC person, and that's what Mm. draws me more to Marvel, that characters are allowed to be flawed Mm. and be more than just I'm a hero punching a thing.
0: Yeah. Well, then, then again, you know, I I like both. I don't say equally, but I I've never seen a Marvel comic where someone gets turned into a gorilla, uh, <laughs> which was the last episode. We'll listen to that if you get a chance. Uh, so they both have their like yeah, both have their good points. Like Wonder Woman gets turned into a gorilla for like half a page, and Marvel comics do characters. That's the difference. Um, let's say the next page is some more, just another like vignette. Another mm-hmm. little like uh, subplot of Hawkeye and the Beast uh, doing their double act, uh, playing some pool. Yeah, uh, yeah. just it's not fine. really, not really important.
1: They're hanging out. They're hanging out, bros.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're yo, bro. Hi, let's play some pool. Yep. Uh, and, yeah. this is the the hot headed Hawkeye, which is not what we get in the movies at all. Uh,
1: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't get me started on Hawkeye in the movies.
0: Oh, okay. Well, uh, I, that makes me want to get you started on that.
1: Oh, I just think Jeremy Renner has little to no personality, and it really does Hawkeye dirty. <laughs> I I am really excited for the Hawkeye series, though, because Kate Bishop is great, and I'm really excited to see Young Avengers. Like, yeah. oh, give me, give me the Young Avengers. I love them so much. Yeah. Um, although, like. If they ever want to do just, like, a comedy Avengers, just bring in the Great Lakes Avengers. Like, have Deadpool kick a guy into the moon. I don't care. It'd be fun.
0: Oh, that's it. Yeah, there's got to be room for different sorts of stories being told, Mm -hmm. both in comics and in TV and movies, and that's what uh, Marvel seems to be doing very well indeed at the moment.
1: I would agree, yes, definitely.
0: Okay, so we cut to uh, some more detailed backgrounds where the little baby has got hair and is growing. Growing at an accelerated rate. What?
1: What could be happening?
0: Oh god, I don't know. An um, accelerated pregnancy? With accelerated, accelerated
1: growth? What?
0: Oh, it's it's like one of them sitcom things where the babies grow up real quick. Sort of like *Wonder Vision*. Have you seen that? Uh no, no. What is it? Uh don't worry about it. Not not interesting. Um. Okay, then we have another little cutaway. Uh, that as a guy who owns a deli is goes back in time to uh, 200 years ago Wall Street, uh, setting up perhaps the plot, the A plot. Yeah, that's something. Is there an A and a B uh, plot in this comic?
1: I don't, oh, it's kind of like, I would say plot is questionable. Um, <laughs> It's more like just a series, a series of events happens, and how they're all connected is um, through a very loose string of horror.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we then uh, Wonder Man goes to visit uh, Captain Marvel, and she is back in a costume, ready to go. Uh, let me say, she's rocking, a, like, uh, a baby bod, which is very impressive. Uh, it's almost like she wasn't pregnant at all. Take that, uh, take that, Kardashians.
1: <laughs> I mean, she, yeah, like, uh, I don't want to go all, like... I'm concerned for her well-being here, but I'm concerned for her well-being. And also... Is it because she's
0: surrounded by people who seem to be acting as though what she went through was completely normal?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, like, Wonder Man's here like, come take a look at your son! And she's just like, I absolutely don't want to. And no one is respecting her decision. Like, they're all just trying to change her mind. And it's just like... Let her. She's just gone through something pretty traumatic, honestly. <laughs> like, oh, if this was written today, I feel like there would be a lot of people just being like, what were these writers on? Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, they'd be trying to cancel the Avengers, that's for sure.
1: Oh, I, I want to cancel myself after <laughs> reading this.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So Wonder Man says, hey, you should visit this baby. Come on, you had a baby. You know you want to visit it. She's all like, nah, I don't want to. Uh, and, like, I mean, what's the worst thing could happen if, if she met him? We'll find out. I want to
1: scream. I want to scream.
0: Well, let's interrupt your desire to scream in Primal Fury uh, uh, at some a comedy bit with, uh, with the Beast is carrying a heap of sporting equipment to give to the kid who is now It looks about eight years old, I suppose. But, Um, like, this
1: part was kind of cute. If it was in any other comic, I'd just be like, the Beast is here just, like, trying to be a good dude and, like, take care of this kid. And if this was, like, in a sitcom, I think it would have been just adorable, but it's in this comic.
0: (laughs) He obviously is not totally au okay fait with raising kids because the only thing he's brought is sporting equipment. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. uh, that isn't sporting equipment in his hands. There's a hockey stick. There's a baseball bat, baseball mm-hmm. glove, basketball. Oh, God, I guess oh, it's a there's a football slave. there? Hey? There's yeah, a
1: football fo- there.
0: Football, hockey stick, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. The kid is talking like, like one of those spooky uh, grow- kids who grow up too quick... Yep. Yeah, I'd really rather a, I really prefer a, a laser torch and whatever electronic components you could spare.
1: Uh, would you like the second uh, thing that uh, Jim Shooter said um, when he realized that he was on? Like he apparently wrote this.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So he basically said like he thinks that if he remembered this, he would have done a lot of corrections. Um so I did see many things I would have changed if I had seen the plot for instance leaving aside the Miss Marvel mess um I for the nonce Iron Man thinks it's okay for the weird mysterious child to be given a laser torch and ele- an electronic equipment what so he's he's really baffled by the fact that like this kid is just like I'd really love a laser torch and some electronic stuff and yeah. Iron Man's just like yeah all right okay
0: sure yeah this is, kids, this, is a, a this, is, this is a uh, plot contrivance that, uh, you, as you mentioned, is crazy. Because, they, like, okay, this mysterious child has been born, is aging rapidly, wants to build something. Let's let them do it.
1: Yep. Let's, let's just grant his, his, his
0: wishes. There's a fantastic little exchange here between Captain America and the kid. Where did you mm-hmm. come from? My mother. Yes, we know that. But that is, how were you conceived? Exactly what you want to ask a, a kid. Um, they would know. Kid said, um, by my father. And Cap says, well, of course. Blast it. But who is your father? The kid replies, I am. Oh, there are no alarm bells going off here at the moment.
1: Yeah. Yes. And then there's just the, like, now you see here, young man, because they just think he's, like, having a little joke. And it's like, no, this is, like, w- weird. What the hell, guys?
0: Oh, God. So the guys decide the superhero men, I see it's all all blokes in this uh, room, decide to give him a, a laser torch and the parts he requires, I don't know, for his, like, uh, for a school project, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. He's been alive for, like,
1: what, four hours at this point?
0: Yeah. What's the worst that could happen?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> I can okay. tell you what the worst that could happen is.
0: Well, that's coming up. Yeah. Okay, then we have another little interview interlude where there's more time travel shenanigans. Not important. Yeah. Uh, no. Important to the plot in a way, but not important to what we're talking about. Uh, then we have, uh, like, people discussing, like, what's up with this mysterious child for a bit? If If there's anything I'm skipping over... Do not hesitate to stop me,
1: no, uh, I think honestly, it's a sort of comic where they're like anything that happens is just overshadowed by just you know overshadowed by everything else.
0: We I are will really say, building this up
1: uh I will say I do like the insult shellhead um, so i <laughs> uh, I'll be taking that into my regular parlance um, <laughs>
0: nice. It only really works if you're talking to Iron Man though.
1: Yeah, but like isn't the skull just a shell inside a meat suit?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's a it's a it's a bone shell inside a meat suit. You're <laughs> totally right.
1: Oh no. <laughs> you can tell I've really been impacted by the
0: skull. <laughs> it's like it's yeah, it's definitely uh, messed you up. Yeah, okay. I, I need to just I need to leave. Do you need some time? Do you need some time? Yeah, I'm I'm okay. We can do it. Okay, I believe in you. I believe yep. in you, Olivia. Yep. Okay, uh, then we have some more shenanigans with Jessica, like trying to chat up uh, the vision, but uh, he gets distracted by the Scarlet Witch and she's all yep. jealous and mixed up because she's the robot who's a girl. Did I mention that? That's very important. She's got silver boobies. Yeah.
1: Like, a perfectly sculpted butt, which is just concerning.
0: That's what Ultron uh, likes. That's Ultron built her, so that's what he wants. yeah, yep.
1: Yeah, that and makes sense.
0: She's walking around nude. I mean, come yeah. on. No yeah. shame.
1: No shame. I'm just living uh, her best life, honestly. Let her walk around nude.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I had a robot buddy like that, I'd be walking around nude.
1: Yeah, Same.
0: Okay, next page. I think we're we're approaching uh, critical mass. Oh, no. oh, I
1: just, I feel like I've just had a war flashback by looking <laughs> at this page.
0: Okay, Captain Marvel is like, okay, she's finally decided she's going to go meet her child. Jan the Wasp is like, yeah, yeah, you'd, let's go see your kid. You know, you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a, uh, she walks in. Uh let me just read these these uh, captions here.
1: Oh cuz if you didn't I was going to cuz they really pointed oh. about
0: Oh Jesus. Would you Christ. like would you like to read No, this? Okay. I can't.
1: <laughs>
0: Please don't make me do it. Okay. Okay. But even Carol Danvers herself doesn't know that so she steals herself bracing for a resurgence of the loathing and hum- humiliation she had felt before waiting for the smell of fear and anger she knows will follow. But doesn't. For as she steps forward to face the slender young man who waits her, she feel, feels instead an odd sense of calm, along with an unexplainable and undeniable attraction. Oh. And the kid says, hello. pen panel reveal. Mother! sexy time
1: I do, I do appreciate the very villainous eyebrows um, <laughs> on this now grown man um, um, but also uh, they didn't have to bring Oh, uh, they didn't have to say she's attracted to the oh uh, no uh,
0: it's sort of important to the plot such as it is
1: <laughs> but like why why have they
0: chosen this that is a question that we will examine. Uh, in But, yeah, so she meets her son, who is now a grown man, mm-hmm. and feels an undeniable attraction to him. And I don't think they're talking about a motherly, sort of, like, caring attraction there.
1: Oh, so he is, like, full naked.
0: Uh, well, he is wearing a nappy.
1: <laughs> That's pretty much as good as naked, let's be real.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, there's a little bit of... Uh, he says, oh, Carol, everything will be fine once the flux is negated. And they're like, what's the flux? Well, why don't you only tell me what he's up to?
1: This is where the B plot, the C plot, the bits, of, the interlude bits of plot come in.
0: Yeah, I'd call it the, like, let's say the lust, uh, lusty child is the A plot. <laughs> and the... Uh, <laughs> oh. uh, and uh, the try and travel shenanigans is the B plot, and everything else is just little subplots. So just, suddenly there's an explosion to distract everyone from what's going on. You um, can't
1: distract me from you saying the lusty child is the <laughs> <end> plot, Brad. <laughs> uh,
0: look, I'm I'm sure that's what it is in the in the official guide to this issue. It's called the lusty child. Uh, oh god uh look there's a distraction boom uh there's and there's a full page spread of a dinosaur a t-rex attacking avengers mansion along with spaceships and biplanes and jets what the heck's going on
1: it's kind of dope though like (laughs) if everything else Mm-hmm. Just seeing like a giant T Rex attack Avengers Mansion, I'd just be like, "Yeah, this is awesome!" If it was just like the the plot was Wonder and Vision are talking about logistically how they would have a child, and then suddenly there's like weird time travel and there's uh, there's a T Rex, and I'd be like, "Yeah, that's a perfect comic. No, no complaints."
0: Yeah, it's not, you just have to like blank out certain parts of your memory, and it's really enjoyable.
1: Yeah, uh, give <laughs> me a lobotomy, let's go.
0: Okay, now, and suddenly we're, we're snapped in Okay. This is the rule. These were the rules back in the day. And mm-hmm. Steve Gerber, uh, writer of How the Duck, famously uh, did a little essay on this, how there has to be a fight in every single Marvel superhero comic. Uh, so he did a, a comic where the fight was between a lampshade and an ostrich. <laughs> uh, just because he needed to... Ha- he says, I know there has to be a fight in this comic. So here it is. This lampshade is fighting this ostrich. I love uh, it. Uh, and so we, we we suddenly snap into standard superhero storytelling. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man and Wonder Man are fighting a T-Rex and spaceships. Uh, uh, Wanda, the Scarlet Witch, and... Uh, does she team up with Jessica or someone yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah,
1: I think so.
0: Uh, fighting a knight.
1: See, I uh, think I think them fighting the knight is pretty cool. Yeah,
0: like, it's like girl let, power. Just... It's a real girl power moment. This is a really empowering feminist comic book, wouldn't you say?
1: <laughs> no. Um, but also, like, I, I just think um, just the whole idea of this knight being, like, Haha, I'm duty bound to run you through. is so funny. Um, <laughs> and yeah. so it's just, it's just like it's kind of a nice, fun moment that yeah. I really appreciated. And if the whole comic was just this, I think I would have loved it.
0: Yeah, you would have. This would be a new comic you enjoyed, but then you probably would never have read it because
1: yeah, you're there's right. a
0: reason. <laughs> There's a reason why we are reading this, and it's not because of the superhero shenanigans.
1: Oh, uh, Brad, do you really uh, enjoy torturing me.
0: I do. It's it's, it's, so it's great fun. It's, it's great so fun. It's mean. Uh, fully recommend would torture again. Um,
1: I, you know what? Let's change it from at the start, my intro, generally funny friend. I'm now going to be your generally funny enemy.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're now nemeses, Brad. Oh, uh,
0: well, if, uh, if that's the price I must pay. Okay, oh, yeah, there's a third superhero fight with the Beast, Hawkeye, and Captain America fighting Indians. Mm. Mm. Not problematic at all there.
1: And there's a joke in there, which I just hate, and I'm not going to say it, because it's just like, it's like the worst kind of boomer humor. Is it Um, uh,
0: National Poker Hauntus Week?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's spelled Poke a hauntus Like and and he's the sound effect when he when the uh, beast punches a guy is poke poke. Okay, yeah, Uh, I'm going to hell. I have I'm I'm homing with that. I'm I've accepted my fate, so I don't mind. You know, you can cancel me. Uh, It'll happen.
1: No, I'm I'm duty bound
0: to point these things out.
1: (laughs) I'm duty bound to have a mental breakdown.
0: (laughs) Oh, God, that's not what I wanted, Olivia. (laughs) I I didn't want that.
1: Why have you done this?
0: (laughs) Uh, I I thought it would be funny, question
1: mark. Oh, you're so mean. Anyway, next page. I'm I'm, I'm progressing the plot now.
0: (laughs) Fantastic. Oh, you're in charge.
1: Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, there's like uh, a whole bunch of them are in the mansion being like, whoa, it's going to all come down. And uh, there's a machine. And then suddenly... Suddenly, Thor.
0: <laughs> Suddenly, Thor.
1: Suddenly, Thor.
0: It's like yeah, the
1: um, it's the Marvel parody of Suddenly Seymour.
0: <laughs> Suddenly, milnyor
1: <laughs> Amazing.
0: Uh, woo! Okay, I'll pay that one. Yeah. Uh, yes. There's a little. There's a little bit of business where. Uh, Donald Blake changes into Thor, but uh, Captain Marvel doesn't know that Donald Blake is Thor, so it's, like, just a little character bit, you know, that they have every once in a while. And we go to... He
1: locked him in a reinforced room. It was like, you'll be safe here, you squishy human. And he's (laughs) like, but actually, it's me. It's a mighty Thor.
0: Yeah. Uh, This was in the days when, like, secret identities meant something.
1: Yeah.
0: And they're really, they are really like thrown out these days, like thrown to the winds. The old secret identities. I mean, it's it's a it's a ridiculous premise, but it's still it's not given any due. I tell ya, no. Re-
1: oh. I don't know. I reckon um like part of the reason secret identities are thrown out is because of like social media and all that. Like there is no way, absolutely no way that you could maintain a Maintain a secret identity um, when there could be someone taking a Snapchat of you uh, at uh, any given moment.
0: I I was, I I I'd agree in principle, but I think I I believe that I have a secret identity because I don't think anyone who follows me pr- privately ever goes to see Edge Comics on Facebook. I think they're two completely separate things.
1: <laughs> that's Boom. not a secret. That's not a secret identity. That's just a business. <laughs>
0: Well, I like to think of it as something good.
1: Oh, um, I it's a, its your secret identity. You can have
0: yay! it. Okay, then the heavy hitters are fighting dinosaurs and shit.
1: Yep, there's a snake.
0: Yeah, there's a snake. Uh, drawn by George Perez, it's a George Perez snake. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's a—it's a pretty dope snake.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> Thor shows up to kick some fucking ass, baby. Oh
1: he's just whooshing in looking like a god and yeah flinging flinging a hammer
0: so uh, i I, do you prefer thor with a beard or without a beard
1: um i think it depends Mm -hmm. but like i i think honestly like thor ragnarok is my favorite mcu movie Yeah, yeah um and the reason for that is because it just doesn't take itself so seriously. Because um, I think the first two Thor movies were really like, we're going to be so serious about this. When Thor is inherently a ridiculous character, like he's basically like, you have to treat him like you're making a movie in the eighties um, <laughs> where it's very like just silly and quippy. And yeah. I think I prefer Thor Um I prefer Comic Thor without the beard, but I prefer Chris Hemsworth with a beard.
0: <laughs> okay, that is, yeah. a, that is a valid answer. I would say correct. You uh, passed whatever hell test that was. <laughs>
1: I get one cookie. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. I get one <laughs> child who was growing <laughs> very one quickly. Chi-
0: one mysterious child, which will gestate in two, to two days. Congratulations. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> I can uh, take it back.
0: I take it back. Uh, then we cut... <laughs> We cut to the street-level uh, Avengers, including Jarvis. They're facing mm-hmm. one of the three musketeers here. Yep. Um, and, yeah, Scarlet Witch and Jessica go schooling a, a knight in armour.
1: Yeah, he starts whimpering.
0: Yeah, he goes, Zounds, which, I mean, that's good. That's just good writing.
1: That's oh, yeah, Zounds is great. Yeah. I do like the little thing of, um, I'll never throw my porridge at the Queen again. <laughs> What's that? It's like, why, what, what has this knight done? Mm. (laughs) Like.
0: Is he really a knight or is he just someone who's snuck into the locker room? I I reckon he's a
1: cosplayer. Uh, There's all sorts of
0: craziness going on there.
1: I'd like to think that maybe throwing his porridge at the queen is a euphemism. Um, (laughs) Oh God.
0: (laughs) Oh, don't put that image in my mind, <laughs> Olivia. Don't. It sucked
1: you right.
0: <laughs> uh, damn you. You're getting your own back. <laughs> but you'll suffer. Oh, you'll suffer no. soon. Yep. No. Okay. Uh, Hawkeye, uh, being a hothead, run, rushes back to see what's happening with this uh, rapidly aging kid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He basically, uh, uh, he, he's saying, I have to finish the machine. Uh, he knocks out. Uh, uh, Captain Marvel with a wave of his uh, hand and holds her like a like a, uh, like a robot in a B-movie
1: yep.
0: in his arms. Hawkeye walks in and instantly decides that he has to blow up the machine he's been building. Which yep. is like, here's the thing, the difference between Hawkeye in the comics and Hawkeye in the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hawkeye in the comics is a raging asshole. Oh, yeah. He is such a jerk, uh, it defies explanation. So yep. that's why I actually prefer the movie version, even though his only personality is that he's got a family, and they didn't bring yeah. that in for three movies.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, you've got a family. Yeah, sure, I do.
0: Yeah, I- that's I like, like it's that's my personality now. I have a family.
1: It's more interesting to have him as a raging asshole. But right. also, I think there are already quite a like Tony Stark is a bit of a raging asshole, so I can get why they wouldn't want to have him be like hothead Hawkeye in the movies because mm. really, you're just adding an extra layer of asshole, and that's
0: no good. Yes, you've, you've already got Iron Man and uh, uh, not Captain America uh, and uh, Doctor Strange. You don't yeah. want to up yep. the asshole quotient any more and- than that.
1: I guess you could like. I love Bucky Barnes. I love Winter Soldier, yeah. but he's kind of an asshole. He's yeah. more just like grumpy asshole. Yeah. Um, so I'll forgive him, but you know, you yeah, you still have like, and, and, and don't forget Star Lord.
0: There's another raging oh, asshole.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least uh, in the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's kind of. I feel like he's the asshole you make fun of, whereas Tony yeah. Stark's like, asshole. I want to be. And it's like no, you don't <laughs> want to be Tony Stark. Yeah,
0: nah. Yeah, nah. War oh, uh, criminal. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Moving on from uh, assholes of the uh, Marvel MCU, <laughs> um, we Hawkeye shoots an explosive arrow at the machinery. This yet as yet unnamed man-child with beard and everything now.
1: Yep.
0: Is and ha- still shed-
1: villainous eyebrows, by oh, the way.
0: So villainous. Uh, <laughs> shedding his tears, plan has been foiled. Uh, I knew that the energies from my machine might prove dangerous to humans, so I had planned to take Ms. Marvel to a place of safety. You see, it had been Mo no wish to have harm would befall anyone. And he's like, oh, you did this to me. You should kill me. Kill me now. That's his, But if uh, you
1: don't, I'll kill you.
0: Yes. The oldest gambit in the book. Yeah,
1: Double bluff. Uh, I do need to point out it is very important that when he does make uh, Ms. Marvel slash Captain Marvel slash Carol Danvers pass out, he says, forgive me, mother. Forgive me, my love. And I hate that so much.
0: Yeah. Oh. It's just
1: real gross.
0: Oh, oh, I, I do
1: like though how Hawkeye this. continues to call him like Buster, and it's just like calling, like treating him like a kid, which is, it's so good. That's true. He
0: is a kid. He, he was. He wasn't. He, he wasn't even born yesterday. He was born yeah. earlier today.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Oh, okay. So he's saying like, you have to kill me before I kill all of you, and then there's this mysterious figure. Who could it be? It's Miss Marvel. Yeah, um, Mar-
1: and and uh, that he has a name, actually. Yeah, does it? Does he have a name before that? I don't remember, but it's, he's got a name now.
0: Yeah, he's got a name. Well, and what is his name?
1: Marcus.
0: Marcus. Oh, yeah. Marcus. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He probably named that a while ago. I just wasn't paying attention. To
1: yeah, Marcus. like I don't blame you to be honest.
0: Yeah, and they have a little tete a tete.
1: Yes.
0: Uh, so he's like, oh, you know, I want them to kill me because I, I'm i too dangerous and I can't stay here because of the temporal energies. And I couldn't tell them that. They wouldn't believe a cha- child who aged from infancy to full adulthood in the several hours had some sort of temporal field that needed to be corrected. <laughs> they wouldn't believe that. No way. I couldn't tell them that. They would have, might have thought I was a mortis. He's a mortis.
1: Yeah, he's a mortis.
0: Okay, and for those who, of you fine listeners who do not know who Immortus is, uh, congratulations. Uh, he is an enemy of the, the Avengers. He's a time traveler, and um, like there has, he's also Kang. It's the same person.
1: Yeah.
0: Basically, there's one big sci-fi time traveling villain who keeps on showing up, mm-hmm. and it's Immortus.
1: Yeah.
0: Or Kang. Or Marcus all the same thing because i guess this was these were the days when like time paradoxes you didn't put any effort into them you just no. said weird shit happens.
1: yeah deal with it it's a it's a it's time travel we're not going to you're
0: not going to question
1: it so we won't either <laughs> that's right
0: okay so that's the big reveal is that he is actually a mortis enemy of avengers but he doesn't he isn't acting like a a a villain and he's a, he's like uh yeah. He, oh, God. I, I'm not reading the text because I'm going through this. No, um,
1: it's, it's okay. He, basically, all that happens is he's like, oh, but I'm so sad because Mortis is kind of my dad, but kind of me. Um, and then he also kidnapped
0: a girl and oh, he yes. had
1: me. Um, yes. Flashback.
0: Yeah. Kidnaps a girl who I was, uh, like, not the Titanic, but might as well be.
1: Yeah,
0: perhaps James Cameron probably was inspired by this I Uh, hope
1: not (laughs) especially because there's a part where it's just like uh, so he like takes this girl back to limbo and it's like through a combination of gratitude and the subtle manipulation of my father's ingenious machines, the woman fell in love with him (laughs) (laughs) mind control yeah so basically this is all a little bit
0: yuck yuck Okay, but that's okay, because Immortus is a villain, so, you know, you expect him to do terrible things.
1: Uh, yeah, but it's still yuck.
0: It's very yuck. It's very yuck. But then we have uh, young Marcus here. I mean, he yeah. wouldn't do the same thing, would he? Oh, absolutely he's
1: not. He does.
0: <laughs> what, 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 what? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, So he decides that he wants to get out of limbo? I think so. Yeah, and to do that, he has to get born. And so then he sees Captain Marvel and is like, oh, she's a strong woman. She would be able to take it. <laughs> oh, God. When I say it like that, it sounds even worse.
1: Yeah, no, you're, you're correct.
0: <laughs> Kidnaps her out of time. Mm-hmm. Gets uh, Mozart and Shakespeare. No, Beethoven and Shakespeare.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And Marie Antoinette for some reason to get her all butted up. Or <laughs> given it because that like I mean, I'm I'm not a I'm not a I, I I'm gonna give away a little bit. I'm not a woman in any sense. What? I, I identify as a sort of bloke. Um I don't I don't know if that someone reading me a sonnet and playing me some music would really get me keen.
1: Probably not after I was kidnapped.
0: No, no. Like, Ugh.
1: honestly, I think because, like, and also I'm just going to say, my, the dress kind of reminds me in, like, a shitty way of my favourite movie, which is Labyrinth, which kind <laughs> of nearly has a similar plot, except for the fact that in the end... Um, Sarah's just like, actually, you know what? You're gross. (laughs) I'm leaving. (laughs) Um, And then she leaves, and it's good.
0: Yeah, the message of Labyrinth is that David Bowie is gross.
1: Oh, David Bowie was my first celebrity crush, which is upsetting. (laughs) You were about,
0: like, 80% of the Western world.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, as a five-year-old, I watched Labyrinth so many times.
0: (laughs) Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I loved it. It's but a tale yeah. as old as time.
1: Yep. Uh, man kidnaps girl, falls in love with her. She's 16 and is like, actually, no, <laughs> what if we don't?
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. That's that. Yeah. If only that is what happened in this story, but no. Uh, nope. 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 Uh, okay. So we'll just read the pertinent caption here. Finally, finally, after a relative weeks of such efforts, oh, for poor guy. And with, admittedly, with a subtle boost from a machines... machine. <laughs> yeah, okay. They did he's like he's saying I wouldn't do what my dad did. He did exactly what he his, did dad, did. Exactly what his dad did. Exactly. Down to the last. You became mine. Then we have uh a little bit of uh coitus uh yeah. suggestion, and we get to see uh Carol Danvers O face as she's about to crash land. Uh <laughs> In a in a Quinjet.
1: Yeah, like the rocket plummeting to Earth is a very um, it's it's not subtle, like it's it's very not subtle in terms of what's happening.
0: What's the symbolism there? I don't understand. To it me, it's like
1: penetration.
0: Oh, what? Oh, yeah. I, I I skipped that class, so I don't know what you're talking about. You skipped
1: penetration class. Yeah. Oh no.
0: And we get, we finish up. He explains that he knew he was going to be accelerated, so he had to build this machine. Uh, and now the machine's wrecked. He can't stay in on Earth, so he has to go back to Limbo. Poor dear. Aww. Oh, boo hoo. Just because he couldn't be bothered to tell anyone what was going on, because maybe he realized any sane person would have said, "What the." No, you go to Limbo. No yeah, you you, you way. Anyway, but the Avengers, of course, are all like, that's ah, okay. Don't worry
1: <laughs> Oh, Oh, Marcus, you should have said something. It's okay. Oh, baby boy. <laughs> oh, God,
0: I can't believe it. there's only two pages left in this story. Oh, my God. Oh, okay.
1: Get through it.
0: Yeah. So, and Hawkeye says, geez, Marcus, you should have told us. And Mark is like, and what then? Would you have trusted the son of one of your oldest enemies and a convicted rapist? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, Oh, boy. Uh, But, uh, you know, here's the thing. He could have lied or he could have just admitted the fact that he was the son of their oldest enemy.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, If his plan had any chance to succeed and it didn't. Oh, God. Okay. And here comes your favorite part of the comic. Uh,
1: the bit where Ms. Marvel's just like, but you won't be alone, Marcus, because I love you, or something. Even though you are my baby, but also I love you in a in a like you know Oedipus sort of way.
0: In a deep sexual way.
1: Oh man.
0: Uh. Okay. So she, uh, Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, Carol Danvers decides she's going to go to live with Marcus in limbo so they can get some, uh...
1: yeah. because she says, and I think, it, I I think that just, Oh no, I can't do it. Um, she's basically saying there might be a relation, wor- relationship worth giving a chance. If I go to a limbo with you,
0: Oh you, God,
1: no, just literally your baby.
0: Oh God. Get okay.
1: Him. Why are you wanting to kiss him? <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh that's pretty much it. They disappear. Yep. Um as do all the other temporal anomalies that the uh the Avengers are fighting. And everyone like the Avengers um uh Iron Man and Hawkeye are all like oh, mm. sort of like, oh if only I hadn't destroyed that machine <laughs>
1: No. They're totally on
0: Marcus's side with this thing. It's
1: so insane to me that they're all on Marcus's side.
0: Yeah. Uh, and uh, as Iron Man says, we've just got to believe that everything worked out for the best. Oh. Then,
1: oh. Oh, yeah, God. I guess you're right. That's all we can do. Believe and hope that Miss Marvel lives happily ever after. No. Absolutely <laughs> okay. not.
0: Oh, oh it. God. It's just so incredibly wrong-headed. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, and as I said at the start of this, this is the story they wanted to tell for the big anniversary 200th issue. Why? Why this story? What was the attraction?
1: What was the... I think maybe one of them had had read Oedipus and was just like... Wow, that's a, that's a moving story. What if we did that?
0: <laughs> yeah, because Oedipus ends with the mother and the son going off to live together but happily yes. ever after, right? That's, yeah. the, that's yeah, the finish terrible. of it?
1: Yeah. that's no, exactly how it ends.
0: No plucking out of eyes and murder yeah. or anything like that?
1: No. Nah. Yeah, oh. so th- what happened is um, I reckon good old Jim, <laughs> who's blocked this from his memory, yeah. has gone I read Oedipus, and it ended really sadly. So, like, what if we do that, but not sad, you know?
0: Let's do the upbeat version.
1: What if we do, like, happy sitcom Oedipus?
0: (laughs) That's it. That's the the fantastic thing of comics is that it's endlessly, uh, endlessly, uh, oh, God. <laughs> uh, malleable you know you can tell uh, any story any story you like
1: any story you like
0: why tell this one uh, why now uh as you i don't know if you caught up with this in uh in your reading cuz you did homework which i did not yes i actually did a follow up story mm-hmm. to this where captain marvel shows shows back up written yes. by someone else entirely yes and she, she is like, what the fuck? Why did you let me go with that man?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think because um, he kind of, uh, doesn't he dissolve into dust uh, in limbo? Like he ages to the point where he's dust.
0: Uh, I haven't read it. I just know that it was like a very pointed sort of like uh, counterpoint to this particular story and the handling of it.
1: Um, in the, uh, where is it? It is in the marvel.fandom.com, uh, basically the Marvel Wiki. It says, in addition to the misogynist content and twisted Freudian backstory, this story doesn't even make sense given the previously established history of Immortus. <laughs> so, um, no, that's what, the, what you're the,
0: getting is that it's a time paradox, so they don't have to explain it. Yeah. That's what time um, paradox means it means lazy storytelling.
1: Lazy storytelling, yep. And there's apparently a lot of people who are just like, What the fuck though? <laughs> like, why does this why is this? Um yeah, everyone's just like, but why did they why were they trying to make Marcus sympathetic?
0: Oh my god, this is like this is this is the question. This is the burning question. Yeah. Why this story? Why? What was who thought this was a good idea? Even in 1980. I mean uh you know things weren't nearly as like uh, enlightened or PC back in the day, but even then what makes you think this is a good story to tell? You know what
1: Are I they... honestly think? Yeah. I think they were trying to write Miss Marvel out. That's
0: what I was about to say, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they like they, they gotta get but how desperate are you to get rid of this character? It's just it, like there are so many ways back... a character can leave. Yeah, she could have gone back to her home planet like Poochie. Yeah.
1: It's like <laughs> Yeah. I mean yeah, she, cause she's part Cree, right? So yeah. like she could have
0: just gone home. Yeah, but instead they do this. What? <gasps> what is the reasoning? Oh god like this is I've done a lot of bad comics in this yep. podcast, but this is this. I just this is just gobsmacking. I can't figure it out. I can't really figure out what's is. going on in their mind.
1: Yeah, and like yeah, I when I was reading up about it, like this is the reason that like when Carol comes back, she ends up leaving the X Men because she's just like, why did you guys just let me leave with him?
0: Yep. Mm -hmm, Yeah,
1: mm -hmm. Um, Learning Carol Danvers has been visiting the X, this is um, uh, Avengers Annual, Volume 110, Uh, Mm -hmm. so she comes back. Yeah, learning that Carol has been recovering at the X-Mansion, the Avengers pay her a visit, having lost track of her following their last battle with Immortus. When they trivialise the reality of her forced relationship with Immortus' son, Marcus, Carol rejects the Avengers and decides to stay with the X-Men. The Avengers, respecting her wishes, bid her farewell. It'd be really nice if they respected her wishes when she said, actually, I don't want to see this child I was forced to have. You
0: don't understand. The... The, the the link between child and, and mother is so strong.
1: As you can tell, I loved this. It was totally <laughs> wholesome and a lovely comic
0: to read. Time for final judgments. <laughs> final judgments. Uh, was this comic good? I'll just scrunch that one up. Uh, bad or weird? Which one do you think? You can combine them in any way you like.
1: Bad, just bad, 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 bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, like
1: the bad overshadowed the weird.
0: Yeah. Hard to argue. My my own uh, judgment is it. Oh, the art is is really good superhero yeah. art, and the action scenes are like yeah, they're good superhero action scenes. Like mm-hmm. you get you get your classic... Let's split the team into four parts, and they're all fighting in different places and is. But what. Like, this is a story that is so incredibly Mm wrong-headed. I've read uh, Holy Terror, which is the comic that Frank Miller did after 9-11. Oh, no. Which is very Islamophobic and also, for some reason, really anti-Irish as well. Uh, And it was so bad that DC Comics said, we're not going to publish this. Take Batman out of it. (laughs) uh, and he took it out and published it himself i 've read that, and even that isn't as wrong headed as this particular comic. This is just yeah. this is crazy. Uh, and like given the fact that today, in the heady days of 2021, uh, Captain Marvel is like bank for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. I could imagine. I would, if I was Disney, I'd be spending millions of dollars getting every copy of this comic that existed and just torching it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Because this is. Although you can't
1: torch the whole internet.
0: (laughs) You can't because they put it up there themselves. Yeah. This is like the worst character assassination I have ever seen. Uh, Crazy, crazy.
1: Yeah. So,
0: uh, bad, bad. Bad, bad, bad. And weird. I get a bit bad weird, but just, no, just bad. Just bad. So bad. Okay. That means we have only one thing, one last chance to talk about this comic, and then you can move on with your life, Olivia, and never have to say, never even admit that you've seen this comic before.
1: Free me from this limbo (laughs) that I've been forced to be in.
0: I've got a way of you getting out, but you won't like it.
1: Oh, no, Brad.
0: Um. And that is what did we learn from this comic? If you if you don't have a, a lesson readily at hand, I can give you what I've learned from this uh, comic. Oh yeah,
1: give me what you've learned.
0: Okay, comics are like like uh, biological science. Sometimes you get so caught up in doing uh, what you can do, you don't think should you do it. You know. Hmm. So I think this is like the Jurassic Park of stories. Someone had this idea. We need to write out Captain Marvel. Uh, How can we do it? Oh, we can do it this way. And they never took the next step and thought, should we do it that way? Is that a good idea or is this a bad idea? Uh, And I think it almost goes without saying, it's telling that every single person involved in this comic of the, I think there were 12 credits, are all men. And yeah. there's no no one thought to ask their wife or a friend or anything yeah. whether is this a good <laughs> idea or is this not a good idea? Yeah. Just ask whether you should be doing this, not whether you can do it. How about you? Do you have anything that you've learned from this or is...?
1: Um. I've learnt that shellhead is a fantastic insult, <laughs> um, and that um, no amount of Iron Man fighting a dinosaur can make rape and incest cool.
0: And that would be my chosen method of making anything cool: would be having Iron Man, <laughs> Iron f- man fight a dinosaur. dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, your point stands; it is correct. The, okay. Well, let's just leave behind this goddamn garbage fire of a comic, and never mention it again, Olivia.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you for freeing me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, and will you forgive me for m- making you read this?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I can't be mad at you, Brad.
0: Oh, You're thanks. Lo- <laughs>
1: This time, although next time.
0: Yeah, well, wait for for the next uh, time travel incest comic I get you to read. Um, God damn it. I have to find one first. I mean,
1: technically, Uh, if we had read Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, there is that, though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm not even lying.
0: Oh, God. It's, a, so, whole thing. it's oh, a whole thing. Okay, so we, well, we got it. Next time we do this, Chilling Adventures <laughs> of breeder. So
1: I'm just going to be the person you get on this podcast to read incest. <laughs> That's right. Fuck you.
0: Right, let's please move on to something else. Yes, please. Okay, let's, oh, let's say, uh, how about we take a question from the internet?
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: let's have a, a palate cleansing, uh, a palate cleansing read of a, a question answering of a question that makes more sense let me just go to facebook where i left some hours ago a request for questions about the avengers or captain marvel now you're uh, you seem to have a fairly good like uh like general knowledge about uh about captain marvels do you want a challenging captain marvel question or oh,
1: like, I'm a not gonna silly be able. one. I'm a, I'm a casual fan. I'm not going to be able to answer anything.
0: <laughs> uh, good. Fantastic. Then I'll throw in the hard one, and you can Let's just make it. up an answer. Mm-hmm. Because even I don't know the answer to this, and I am far from a casual fan. I'm just like, I know more than I should or even want to about these things. Uh, which is, how many Captain Marvels have there been?
1: Oh, I, I don't know. I know some.
0: Yeah, and/ or Marvel's and Marvels. And this is from Steve D. He's a fine game designer, uh, ex of Brisbane. I think he's down in Sydney these days. Uh, and how would you rank the top 10? Okay, Steve D, I'm not going to rank the top 10, but I'm no. going to try and list as many Captain Marvels as I'm familiar with. I
1: can say at least three.
0: <laughs> okay, far away.
1: Well, I know um, Kamala Khan is Ms. Marvel, but that counts. Okay. Um, and I love her a lot. She's just sure. so great. I, I think she's just, like, it's kind of, it was a nice superhero to bring in. And she's, I'm um, oh, I love her. Um, okay. Monica Rambeau.
0: Monica um, Rambeau from yeah. uh, the hit TV show Vision.
1: <laughs> no, but, like, she was also, she took on the mantle of Captain Marvel.
0: Yeah, um, I, I like read that. Uh, I read her first appearance when it first came out when I was a little kiddie so, boot.
1: Uh, I think she's a cool character as well. Like I think I think she rocks. Um she's just like oh she's cool. She um, is cool.
0: There was a period oh, I'm gonna do a sidebar, but it was a period yes. in the early two thousands where I think Mark Miller, who uh, wrote her in uh, Agents of Hate, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And the whole it was very meta, but the whole thing uh, whole joke was that everyone forgot her kept on like ign- ignoring the fact that she was captain marvel
1: yeah
0: it's so, like like the avengers wouldn't return her phone calls and stuff like that yeah Because the the character just like exploded into the avengers and then suddenly fell out of favor because they wanted yeah. to bring back the original captain marvel
1: mm-hmm. uh, yeah because then like uh because then she's photon isn't she um yeah.
0: photon she's being yeah. spectrum i'm sure she's had yeah. other names as well
1: yeah well, like, uh, they they are going full on uh, in WandaVision. Anyway, it's very yeah. good. Um, and then, yeah, obviously. is
0: for WandaVision. Watch WandaVision.
1: Yeah, highly recommend watching WandaVision. It's very fun, and I like it a lot.
0: Cool. I cried
1: in the last episode because my heart couldn't take it. Oh, um, wow.
0: Okay. Uh, any more uh, Captain Marvels? Carol
1: Danvers, Monica Rambeau, and Kamala Khan.
0: That's three. That's pretty yeah. good. I'm going to go back to the OG, Captain Marvel, uh, nowadays known as Shazam. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, very different character. Then, of course, there was the original Marvel Captain Marvel, who was a Kree called Captain Marvel,
1: mm-hmm. who
0: uh, became a woman in the movie version. In the movie, yeah. 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 Uh, and there was also his son, who was the one who took over from Monica Rambeau. And I haven't read... Apparently, it was pretty... Like pretty good comics But still, you know, it did sideline another character Just yeah. like, sideline a woman of co- woman A woman of colour Which never happens
1: Never happens, never uh,
0: to Tell a story about this white guy um, uh, And Oh yeah There was one by, I think, Fawcett Comics Back in the 1950s who, His thing was, he would yell Split And his arms and legs would come off <laughs> uh, and that was his superpower. So, Holy
1: crap! I love that.
0: Oh, it's like I've never read it. I've only seen the covers, but it's like that is a really great superpower. You it is yell, so funny. <laughs> yell split, and then your arms and legs fly off in all directions. Um, so that's that's all the ones I can think of.
1: I love that so much.
0: I'm that sure is... there's been more.
1: Yeah, like I. <laughs> I think for me, I, cause like, honestly, I'm, I'm a fake fan because I only got into like, I only started getting into Marvel comics because of the MCU. Yeah. Like, and like, I was definitely like, I had an interest, but it was really hard to find an entry point. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just so big. Like oh, there's so it is, much.
0: It, is, it just keeps on growing. So yeah. I will like, once again, I know you're not serious when you say you're a fake fan because you're not a fake fan. <laughs>
1: If I'm you like some
0: things, <laughs> if you like the property, then yeah. you're a fan. You don't oh, need yeah. any like fucking qualifications.
1: Oh yeah, and I I actually like that is something where I, I uh, back when I used to really love Doctor Who, I used to get like told like, oh you're not a real fan because you haven't watched Classic Who, and I'm just, like, this is why I don't want to be in nerdy communities. But like I. Yeah, absolutely. If you if you enjoy something, you're you and you call yourself a fan of it, you're a fan of it, and you don't need to qualify it. I, I definitely like joke around that I'm a fake fan, but like it's just something where I I legitimately find happiness in um, Marvel movies and random random comics and mm. Archie comics. I love Archie comics. Um, so you know, that's
0: good. Well, I know that you're a real fan because you did. You did homework for the podcast that I did not ask you to do.
1: That's not a real fan thing. That's just being a nerd.
0: Uh, yeah, that works for me. <laughs> I'm not gonna fight you, but whatever. Oh, okay. do
1: like a fight with a T-Rex.
0: Certainly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well we could justify anything if we throw that into a comic. <laughs> yep,
1: absolutely.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, well we're 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 running a little long, but I think we've got some quality like commentary going on. This is just a few little bits left to go. Uh, Do you have any recommendations of something that people could read or watch or experience, say, instead of Avengers number 200? Which at this stage, I would say just about anything like having having a cow ped throw at your head. (laughs) I would say I would recommend that over this comic.
1: I mean, if you want something uh, that's sexy but in a sex-positive way, I know you didn't really like it, but I love Sex Criminals. I think it's really fun. Um, I think it is, um, like, the way it treats its female characters is really good. Um, If you don't want something sexy but you want something, I, I love anything horror, so I'd highly recommend Afterlife with Archie um i think that's really fun jughead the hunger is also good if you want something just a little bit silly but uh i think i prefer afterlife with archie and yeah chilling adventures of sabrina um is also very good um highly recommend but yeah i'd say afterlife with archie and sex criminals would be my two recommendations
0: cool now the only reason i don't like sex criminals is because i'm a complete prude (laughs)
1: yes correct
0: no i i I just didn't get it i guess i didn't read enough it was either too close to home or too far away from it i've
1: got i've got two volumes you can borrow them if you want to give it another go i i
0: I should do that you're like i keep on having it recommended to me and it's like yeah i should probably like this i think the problem is that i read things and i don't realize they're meant to be comedy so i i take them seriously and i'm like oh I, I'm getting no enjoyment from this. But if someone said, hey, Brad, it's a joke, I'd be like, oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, like
1: um, Sex Criminals is absolutely not a serious comic. Like, there's a whole part. Like, The Conceit is basically, um, it's a sex comedy about these two people who find each other and they both have a similar superpower, which is anytime they orgasm, time stops. Um, and so, like, the main guy uses that to... Like when he first, like when he's, he's in an awful job. So he uses it to like shit in the pot plant of his boss. Mm. Uh, so he just like rubs one out in the toilet and then shits in the his boss's pot plant. And I think that's very funny. Okay. Um, but yeah, they, it's basically like, what if you had a heist comic that was sexy?
0: <laughs> Fair enough. I'll have to give it another go myself. I'm going to uh, recommend something else. That has many common elements to what we read today, but is different. It has it has a mother in it, uh, and uh, it's called The Avengers. Yep. Uh, But it's a British TV series from the 1960s, (laughs) wherein the mother is the uh, the commanding officer of the secret uh, secret agents who are the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's quirky and weird and fun and there's no incest in it whatsoever. And <laughs> I think it's great. I've just been watching yep. uh watching old episodes and just like enjoying the the sheer campy like fun of it. So yeah. If you wanna
1: episodes of it, it's really, really fun. Um yeah. it's got Diana Rigg in it, right?
0: It does. The late yeah. great Diana Rigg. Yeah. Uh, so, and she was a bit of all right back in the day. Yeah, she'd be
1: all right.
0: She was all right. You
1: know be what i right. bit all
0: looked right. O- looked okay. Um, so, yeah, that's it. If you want an Avengers fix, watch that. Don't read this comic. <laughs> Don't. Don't. Okay, last thing. Plugs. Got any plugs for, for for anything coming up that you're doing or because uh, I know we've both just come off the Brisbane Improv Festival.
1: Yes, we did. It was a rip-roaring success. Uh, uh, okay. I'm actually I'm taking a little bit of time off, but um, if you do want to keep up with me, I am at oh My Ollie on uh, Twitter and Olivia Kate Creative on Instagram. Um, and on Instagram I post weird makeup um art stuff bullet journaling stuff um generally it's kind of just being silly and uh yeah any for any gigs uh i'll be posting them on either one of those
0: cool and links as always are in the show notes so follow ollie do it do it today
1: (laughs) if you follow me on twitter you'll catch me having a mental breakdown over glee that's the thing that i've done quite frequently
0: Okay, oh boy, you're still suffering from glee, uh, glee trauma. Yes. (laughs) Or are you re-experiencing it at the moment, are you?
1: Like two years ago I decided I was going to rewatch it for fun and live tweet my experience, but I just, I can't get past season five. So mm-hmm. occasionally I'll watch like one or two episodes and uh, I'll tweet my experience where it's just like Rachel Berry sucks. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> Will Schuster. Why is he, why isn't he in jail? But yeah. um, I, yeah, I'm trying to finish the series cause it's now just something where like, I want to finish it out of spite, but I, yeah. Oh, it's so difficult. <laughs>
0: I think all nerdy people have experienced that with a show or something, which just, like, starts so good and so fresh, and then just, like, it just becomes a chore by the end of it. It's, like, the worst sort of chore.
1: Oh, it's awful.
0: Uh, Okay. Well, that's it. And I will, for my plug, say, oh, I am going, no, I won't. I won't plug my appearance at the Oz Comic Con Comic Convention this weekend because it'll only give people two days to get there. Oh, no. Uh, But I am going to be doing a show uh, at Easter weekend. Uh, It came from somewhere else as part of the Brisbane Science Fiction Theatre Festival. Uh, And that's going to be fun and silly. Uh, So if you like live live improvised comedy and like movie science fiction come and see that that's my plug links links in the show notes okay i think we're done i think think we're done i think we've popped the cap in this one
1: you've tortured me enough
0: i (laughs) so for the moment i'll never
1: forgive you that's a lie i forgive you
0: oh thanks ollie you're too kind
1: i'll I'll be back being your friend
0: yay uh, I would not forgive you if you did this to me, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, no, I, I get that. But yeah. I am giving you the benefit of the doubt that you uh, won't to me again. Right on. Oh, no. The pause there means you absolutely will. Uh,
0: no, well, anyway, it's been a great pleasure having you on board for, for Troubling Issues. And uh, maybe we should do it again sometime.
1: Thank you for having me and uh, forcing me to read an awful comic. Uh, Despite my complaints, I actually think it was very fun.
0: Uh, Thank you. Tune in next time for more troubling issues. Thanks, Ollie, and I'll see you later. Bye!